Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Have you heard? Proactive Plus is faster and better than ever. Stay tuned for a million bottle giveaway and you'll also receive free shipping. Do you have troubled skin? Acne? Well, we have great news. With Proactive Plus, your acne can heal and you can help prevent new breakouts from happening. Don't miss this limited time offer. Give us a call because we're going to let a million people try Proactive Plus risk-free and get two free gifts and also receive free shipping when you call right now. You heard it. This offer won't last long. So call Proactive Plus now and you'll receive a 60-day risk-free trial of Proactive Plus two free extras, and free shipping. This is our exclusive radio offer, never on TV. Get your risk-free 60-day trial of Proactive Plus with free shipping. That's right, free shipping. Don't wait. 800-708-3095. 800-708-3095. That's 800-708-3095. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Blog Talk USA. We are so happy to be back with you on this marvelous Monday. I'm sorry about the background noise. My child is still awake. (laughs) Before we get started, (laughs) let me tell you how you can always find us and listen to our live programs and our archived episodes. You can always go to blogtalkusa.com. You can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash blogtalkusa, or you can find us on iTunes or any other place you can find podcasts, you can download Marvelous Monday under the banner of Blog Talk USA Podcast. Okay, without any further delay, here is our lovely host, Dr. Shirley McKellar. Welcome, Dr. McKellar. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's just such a pleasure to have that wonderful voice speaking to us tonight. <laughs> how, are you, how are you doing? And you should always allow... Colin to have his introduction first. And so since you did already, (laughs) he already took his place whether you allowed him to or not. (laughs) Yes, he he screamed through the house. (laughs) Exactly. Well, welcome everybody to Marvelous Monday. It's great to hear your voice, Miss Miss Rihanna. We miss you you whenever you're not here. And yes, uh, so thank you so much. We miss you on Thursday. Oh, my goodness. So you're so busy. Oh, uh, such a I'm tired of this job lady. thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are a lot of people out there that need to go to work, so send them <laughs> so you can have a day off. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Glad at any rate, yeah. So, uh, so it's great to be here. It's so many things going on. And let me Rihanna, it is cold here in East Texas. Ooh. It's 32 degrees. It's raining. It's been cold all day. And we're looking to see if the schools are going to be open because, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the kiddos live in the rural areas. And so the buses can't always get across the bridges and all that. So we'll see how everything turns out on tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. 
So for yes. those that are listening out there, be very careful because it's getting to be a little slippery. We may have some some snowflakes. I don't know, maybe just a little flurries. But if it continues to rain and the temperature continues to drop, then you know what it will be like to the next morning, which will be a little bit of ice, right. correct? So oh, wow. Be careful with ice. Hey, yes. Mm-hmm. Hello, ice man. How are you doing? Hello. Yes, How are you How doing, Pat Cooper? We're doing Wonderful. great. We're doing we're doing great. Is that Mr. Arthur in there with you? Has he not made it to nope. work yet? Uh, <laughs> here he is. Here's Mr. Arthur. Arthur. Oh, there's Mr. Can I was about to say he needs to. Yes, I was about to say you need to get to work. It's eight o'clock. It's eight o'clock. You you're military. If you if it's if it's eight o'clock, then you're late. So yeah. <laughs> you got to right. show up a little early. Is that what they told us? If if you get if Door you arrived first. at work when it was there, you go. You're you're late, so you have to get there at least at least fifteen to twenty minutes ahead of time, and thirty minutes is no, better. Yeah. But at now any rate, how's everybody doing? Marvelous on this Monday. Marvelous mm-hmm. on this marvelous Monday. That's exactly right. Well, we got a lot of tragic things going on in the country, so we're going to talk a little bit about those things, but. Before we get into that, let me say that Shirley from Laverne and Shirley passed away today, uh, I believe. Does everybody remember that show, Laverne Mm -hmm. and Shirley? Yes. Mm -hmm. Miss Miss Rihanna, you know you're just much too young to remember Laverne and Shirley. Oh, no, I remember. (laughs) I remember Laverne and Shirley. (laughs) Yes, that's right. That's right. She was 75 Mm -hmm. years of age, and she passed away today. So uh, they were quite a pair, weren't they? They were quite a pair. So where do we begin, everybody? I mean, first of all, we we miss uh, Dr. Hagney is not going to be with us tonight, and our prayers continue uh, for Dr. Hagney. And so we always miss him when he's not here to bring us up to date on what is really going on with COVID and all those things. And so we just all we want to say is that continue to do all the things that you need to do in order to – to keep us safe, wash your hands, and and just be careful when you're out there because the, uh, COVID is back on the rise again. So yes. that's just my report from uh, from Dr. Hagney, and so we hopefully he'll be back with us on next week. But you know, guys, yes. I want I think I sent you this. I, I really want to begin first by talking about, um, and I know you guys remember. When was it last week? I think it was when we got the report that a lot of businesses had uh, had received uh, cyber issues. And 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 Miss, I'm going to turn this over to you. I need to take that phone this phone call, but but uh, I'll be right back, and you can talk about whatever you want. And I can pick back up when I when I get off this call. Thank you. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm looking for the article. Um, with the cyber issues, and let me see if this is it. This might be it. Oh, no, this isn't it. Okay, let me go through our notes then, because I am not familiar with the article she's talking about. How are you guys doing, by the way? Is everybody having a good past couple weeks? I know we were taking an unexpected hiatus around here, and I missed you guys. How you doing? How you doing? Oh, doing well. Cold. (laughs) Freezing. I say, I say, the Memphis not in Kentucky, is it? No, I don't think. No, 
<laughs> right. Tennessee. Okay, you like it. You missed it. What did I miss? I see it's a mess in Memphis. You know that young man got killed. Oh, 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 that, yes. Well, <laughs> there's just, it's like all heck is breaking loose everywhere. Well, that's it seems. By, by them being, see, by them being all black, what that does is, and that's what, again, because I'm in the NWCP, we talk, we invite, you know, black officers to, you know, you know, they come to our conventions all the time, you know, and give us an insight. And mm-hmm. and the bottom line of it is, and it's like you try to get people to understand. Now, 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 actually though, up to this point, black officers, that's not normally they don't do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Normally, so uh, right. you know, but but now what it just gives a it just it just let everybody see that no, policing is a system. It ain't got nothing to do with whether you right. black or not. Now, right. Right. Now, in fact, sometimes to, to get in good, you got to go do something to black people. Right. right. You know, to show that you you show that you down with the blue. You know, so you know a lot of times that's part of it. So we you know. Uh, right. We well, that's the that's the systemic part of it. Just like you said, and just like when people would say, "Oh, well, you know, uh, President Obama." Uh, you know, we elected a, a black man, so how could it, it – it's not – that just completely misses the systemic issues that go so like, far beyond individual, anecdotal, you know, bits and pieces. kind of like when they say, uh, say well, no, there's no voter suppression. Black people just voted. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And Wait a minute. Quite Why frankly, it's a cop-out. It's a total cop-out yeah, to yeah, say yeah, things yeah. like that, but – <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you, you know. So yeah, that's kind of, but uh, let's kind of put some, uh, bring some light to the situation yeah. that wasn't there before. So, so, so they didn't right. understand. Black, we don't care about. We, we don't. We, somebody black beating us up don't make us feel no better than if it was somebody white right. beating us up. Right. So right. You know, you know, it's the police and system that's beating us up, and uh, you know, yes. so we got to address this. Uh, you know. So we can do what we need to do. Yes. Tyree Nichols is his name. And we've got the foot, unfortunately, the footage um, crying out to his mother, saying he was trying to go home, beaten, struck, punched, kicked, beaten with a baton, kicked in the face, sprayed with some irritant or chemical. Now, look at the skull buddy. Now, 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 the skull buddy is, of course, now I'm, I'm saying it first. I'm saying y'all know that it's skull buddy. But from, from what I'm saying, he, he, he had been, he, now, and we'll see if it's true or not, but somebody telling me that he had been dating one of the one of those cops. And that, and that, is, and that is the scuttle butt that we're not going to talk about. Okay. <laughs> How about that? All right. This is what we're going to talk about. Right on. We are brought to you by a table of North located on Okay. There you go. There we are even thirty minutes into the show yet. And we have to back background check. No, how about this pastor? Eleven minutes into the show. Eleven minutes into the show and we got hearsay 
Hey, Sherry, I know he's going to come back that fast. <laughs> Damn. He knew he'd be saved by the bell. Saved by the bell. Got a fat sack on our own show. But even if there was, watch this. You don't use your uniform to defend honor. Okay. You don't do that. But you know what was interesting? It was interesting is that the Scorpion team was not for for that purpose. They were out there for undercover, or you know, they had police on their jackets. But they were trying. They were supposed to been trying to decrease crime in those communities. I rem- I remember. Do you guys remember when the community reached out to to President uh, Clinton, and that's how that that that. Uh, Second, what was it called? Second, whatever President Clinton had. You guys help me out. He had a program. Three strikes and you're out. Three, three, three strikes and you're out. out. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Three strikes and you're out. The community. There you go. Come on with it. Come yeah. on with it. So yeah. they, the community, the black community reached out to President Clinton and said, you need to do something about the crime in our community. And a lot of African Americans were very upset with President Clinton when he started the three strikes and you're out. But many did not know that it was the community, the African American, the black community, that reached they're out to him and said, "You need." They ask, they ask him for help. Ask, ask him for help. Wow, we, hey, 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 sure, hey, hey, wait a minute, hey, sure, hold on now. We, sure, sure, we asked for help. We asked for help. We didn't say lock up a generation. We didn't say you use marijuana. We didn't say you use marijuana with the same amount of more white people smoking. I agree. But here, I agree with you on that. Here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to say. This is all I want to say in regards to that. You don't have to worry about me and three strikes and you out because, first of all, I'm not going to commit the first strike. And so that even if I committed the first strike and you give me a second chance, I'm not going to come back and do a third one if I know it's against the law. I am. I wasn't concerned about me, but, yes, I was concerned about people going to prison for things that you, what Mr. Arthur just said. But all I'm saying is in my community, I teach and preach and push Stay away from crime. Yeah, you may end up in a situation where you end up going to prison and you did not commit that crime. We know that that happens as well. But try to keep it clean, and you won't have to worry about striking out. And that's all I'm saying. Well, well and then, and people like us. Well, what I just say this. Well, I just say this. Yeah, you can keep okay. it clean. And you still may strike out. That's all I'm going to say. I just, I just so said that. That's what I've seen it happen. Isn't that what I just said? Did I just say that? Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. I just oh, okay. said you, you okay. could, I talked about people who have gone to prison and did not commit the crime. That's what I just said. And you're absolutely 100% correct. But all I'm saying is that I want, we want, if we have to grab our kids really early, and that's what, that's what some of these people 
who are wearing these uniforms should be doing. They should be teaching these kids very, very early what they should do and not do. You guys are going to find this very interesting, and then I'm going to go back to where we were because I jumped in in the middle. But but we got stopped by a police officer, and we were speeding. We were going across. It wasn't that much, but we were going across the speed limit, right? And so when we got pulled over, uh, the person who was driving put both hands in the air, both hands. And the police officer said, no, 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 sir, no. Put your hands down. You don't, you don't have to do that. No. I just want you yeah, to you slow do. down. I, what, listen, listen up. I just want you to be safe. Slow down a little bit. You move, you're moving too fast. I'm just going to give you a warning ticket and carry on, but get down to the speed limit. But I don't want you to feel that you have to throw your hands up in the air with me. He was one of the good, one of the good cops, and I told him I appreciated what he had to say. I said, "But you know, from past, that why black people do that because they never know." He said, "I know that. That's why I'm saying to you that I don't. You can put your hands down." So whoever that driver was, whoever that driver was, that next time he gets stopped. Put his hands up there on, on the steering wheel. No, no, not in the, he didn't have them on the steering wheel. He had them up in the air. Oh, oh, the steering yeah. wheel. He had oh, yeah, them up in the air. But <laughs> 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 so go ahead, Miss Rihanna, carry on with your conversation. I'm sorry, I came in in the middle. I don't know where you guys were, but I can tell you we're talking about <laughs> the late. <laughs> we were also talking about institutional racism. I've been a scumbag before you showed back up. Talking about institutional racism, and a lot of people don't understand. It's kind of what Arthur says on this show sometimes: is that uh, entitlement and, and, and that that type of thing is not a white thing. It, it, it is a status, and, and this is proven our conversation, and that we are the news all the time. And that goes back right. to what I said when we had Dr. Reed and Barbara down here. I almost had tears mm-hmm. rise. I said, I am protesting a city because in our city, I don't know about your city, Mayor Protest, our okay. police, uh, chief police works for our mayor. And so in absolutely, order to get absolutely. the attention. Okay, so I'm correct. So in order to get the yes. attention that I need for a particular case that we're working as NAACP and, and ongoing civic uh, leaders, we had we were protesting in front of the courthouse and in the, the city hall. Well, it uh-huh. grieved me to do that when they're doing the swearing in of our first female African American mayor. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Mm-hmm. William uh, Barber stood up and, and he said, "Sir, let me just remind you." He said, "A lot of times, one person can't change an institution of of, of and history and, and multiple histories." Uh, mm-hmm. uh, years of, of racism, you have to peel it back one layer at a time. And, and so, yeah, she's going to try to help make some changes, and she has made some changes. But the institution has been in, in Beaumont, Texas, since 1838. And I, I can tell the, the thing where the young man uh, was accused of a crime that he didn't in order to have his land taken right. by those. And to this day, that has not been corrected. 
That's the institution that did that, and they okayed that, and, and then yeah. put him on trial for, for his family on trial for his murder because they wouldn't witness against the people that murdered him because if they had done, they would have. This is still going on today, so we always think we have to reach back to 1838, 1848, 1948. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. No, we, we don't have to. Uh, mm-hmm. So when, uh, we talk about three strikes and you're out. That's great, <clears throat> but the problem is that they only held black men accountable, more so than women, accountable right. for those crimes, whereas here in Beaumont, Texas, last year we had a drunk driver had more than three strikes for DWI. Yeah. He had nine yeah. and never did drunk yeah. uh, jail time, no home yeah. arrest, and didn't even yeah. have a court appearance. Only when he murdered someone, and it was murdered by vehicle, driving mm-hmm. home drunk, the wrong way, leaving Hooters, and they had they had to talk about it, but the story went away. Nobody held the newspaper accountable. Nobody talked about it on even news. Nine offenses, and finally murdered someone with a DWI. Never was wow. arrested for it. Never had a record for it. Never went to court for it because he was well connected. There you go. Wow. Same thing happened to my councilwoman back here in Dallas. The guy, Kara Davis. Same thing. The guy that the, the, the guy that jumped the jumped the cur, I mean, jumped the, the street meridian and and crashed it in her car, killed her and her daughter. This guy had That's been right. he, he had been he, I mean he had I mean he had cases always he had cases like about fifteen for like over fifteen years of drunk driving cases. Never did no time like you said. Uh, uh, you know they kept getting probation. Then the day the day after he got off probation. He, you know, he was on these other kind of drugs then, and, and he was mm-hmm. on drugs when he did the thing. So I'm just saying, you know, and he should have been in jail. So I'm just saying that. Right. Again, right. You know, if, if he wasn't white, I'm telling you, he'd have been in jail a long time ago. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's a tragedy, guys, it's, it, and all the way around. That's why I said there are people, black people who are in prison, who did not commit some crimes. There may be some other people, but we know we now, know. we got some things. folks. But we got some folks that broke into the Capitol and, and engineered yes, the whole sir. thing, and they and they haven't been. They have not. They they, they you know they you know we got folks still walking around uh, talking you know but, talking crazy. You know, well, that's that interesting that that you mentioned that, Mr. Arthur, because we know that it's been well over a year that that happened, right? But can you see how quickly these uh, officers were carried into the courtroom? Which yeah, was a, absolutely. Yeah. And it comes back to that thing. Okay, now, okay, now, next time, the next time some white officers do this, and some white officers are gonna do this. Let's see if they do if, if they do swift on them. If they get swift. They add, they added yeah. one one more. Didn't they? Not today, Miss Rihanna. Add uh, the Caucasian officer, and I believe he was just. Suspended. I don't believe that he's been charged with with anything right now. I I, don't, I didn't see a charge for him. I, I, right. Neither did I. And right. then the the EMS uh, people that came that did not render any aid. Uh, they right. were they lost their jobs. They they were not suspended. They were fired. I believe. So, and then there yes. was three more people, is that right? And then there was three, there is, as a matter of fact, there is a black female whose face showed up on, it was a black female, a Caucasian male, and another black guy that 
their faces showed up on the news this afternoon. You know, I go back and look at those old cowboy pictures like Long Ranger and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> they treat... The, you know, back so we get treated like they, you like them cowboy movies, you know, Tonto, you know, he just, he get hit in the head every week, knocked out, and then, you know, long run, he'd say, well, oh, okay, you know, he'll be all right, just leave me, <laughs> leave me, we'll come back and get him later. That's what they do us, you know, they, they did, he did, they did all that, and they didn't, didn't even render aid, which is part of their job. That's <clears> right. Excuse me, so, so didn't do any of that, then the paramedics get there, and they don't do it, and they the paramedics. And and how many times have we heard these fragile people running around screaming tyranny for the last three years over masks, over washing your hands, over kids being home from school, over the election fraud that's not happening, over, you know, police telling them they can't go into a polling location and intimidate people. That's tyranny. That's all tyranny. I haven't heard a word from these lunatics that haven't shut up in years. I haven't heard a word about this from any of them. This is exactly like when Sandra Bland died. This is exactly like when George Floyd died. This is exactly like every other time, all the whiners crying about tyranny that they see everywhere around them except for right where it's happening. This is why conspiracy theories and nonsense are a feature and not a bug in this country because the truth would make any normal person do something. But not, not here, not not with the people who see tyranny everywhere. They cannot see it when it's right in front of their face. Right. You know when that what's young lady name that do the the appear Biden's a press person? Is that her name? Pierre. Corinne Corinne Jean Pierre. Corinne Corinne. Yeah, yeah. So so you know every time she do a thing like it's always always posted, and so here lately. You know, here later what I've done, because see what they get, you know, get on that, they start talking, and they start talking all that super stuff, you know, Biden, this, Biden, that. And it's all I, and here, and I ain't lying, look here, and this just kind of clears it all up. <laughs> I put in there, I put in there, let's talk, let's talk about our traitor, uh, our, our first gay traitor president. Uh, you know, can it, can it, let's talk about him. Hey, hey, they here. They get off the thing. They don't even respond. They don't even. They they, they you know. And then they quit. But the main thing they quit talking about Miss Pierre because they become. I maybe I may come just trying to trash her out. And they, and all yeah. I gotta do is come in and put on you know hey you know Kim Jong Un his boyfriend or something mm-hmm. like that. And then they just clear up the whole thing. They they they, they don't want to talk. I said uh huh. They, they don't remember any of it. They, yeah yeah. Yeah, they call Obama all them names. This man done in everybody's yeah. face. Somebody, he getting love mm-hmm. letters. Right. Love letters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From a joke. So are you, are you say, you're saying that because uh, Kareem's uh, partner is a female. Is, is that yeah. what you're in, Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, they have all yeah, kinds yeah. of stuff to say about her. You're, you're I mean, if I let them know about Trump's boyfriend. Uh-huh. Yeah, what about Trump's boyfriend? Well, for yeah. some reason, they thought that made him look masculine to say these things. Flailing his little hands around, limping down a ramp, talking about his love letters, made him look masculine, evidently. Wow. Wearing his high heels. Did you say little hands? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah and, and kissing Giuliani. And, and kissing Giuliani. Don't forget about that kissing one. Kissing Giuliani right. and bowing yeah. down to Vladimir Putin. How many years did we Giuliani have to hear how feckless right? President Obama was? Over Putin, Giuliani, you know. Giuliani walking around in drag. Look here, Giuliani dressed up in yes. drag. Yeah, and Trump in drag. Him. Okay, and, and now I got Kim Jong-un. I think I got plenty of evidence for my case. But anyway, let's move on. Uh huh. You've made your case. Yes, it's a solid one. <laughs> solid. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> and nobody hey. wants to even talk about. It. They want to play like he. You know what I'm saying? They want to play like no, no, no. That ain't masculine. You can't tell me that's masculine. That's not. Now it might be masculine if you're in the penitentiary. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> He's riled up again, uh, Pastor Cooper. Yes, he is. <laughs> Remember how tough he looked when he had to drink a, a glass of water, holding it with two hands and cuffing it. Oh and yeah, I know. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, what was that about? Did everybody figure out what that was about? I miss yeah, all that manliness. Hand. I don't. I don't know what it was about, but I sure do miss the manliness. <laughs> I, I, I miss I it. You, too. Yeah, <laughs> I, thought, I thought. I thought. I thought it was an arthritis thing or something, right? Oh, you know? so there's, there's all kinds of issues going on. I think we can identify that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He got some. Okay. Oh, he, oh, he got some issues. He got some issues. He got some issues. But uh, yeah. Wow. But anyway. Well, well, he's on his way back. So I think he had a rail oh. on yesterday, did he not? Yesterday or day mm-hmm. before, yeah, something was such as that. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw his rally. Looked like, you know, looked like Hold a bunch of folks just visiting the Capitol. A clan you know, meeting. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. Are you serious? I see. I saw. I saw a photograph at a glance, and 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 that was it. That was it. But it's more and more just sad. I mean, it's always been really yeah, sad and is. pathetic to us. I mean, I recall us talking about you know those first rallies. This is what fascism looks like, guys. <laughs> when they were beating oh, up fascism. immigrant immigrants and and you know people of well, color sorry. and protesters, and and well, now it's just sad. Well, well, sure. I'm proud to say I've been calling them fascists on your show for over two years. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly yes, right. right. <laughs> yes. Okay. Unapologetically. 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 And let me tell you something. And if we don't get and we don't get it straight, that stuff going on in Florida. We with the scientists yeah, name of that Black History come out. Black History has no value. Okay, and right. you know, you know, you know, homeboy down at the Capitol, he down there thinking, let's see, now how do we do this here? You know, now exactly. I'm on the state education, I'm on the state NAACP education committee, so uh, okay. so I plan to, so, so I plan to be in the middle of that fight some kind of way. Uh, yeah. You know, going forward. So, uh, but but now, like I say, yeah. you know, it's, it's I mean, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's, you know, you, you, we can learn about everybody else's history. Where history is about the world. You know what I mean? Right. But you're gonna teach everybody, but you but you can't teach black folks stuff because because there you don't want white kids no to feel bad. There is no history without black history. There, it's, it doesn't no exist. Yeah, you yeah. know, and so it's just. And yeah, Aiden can come to find out he was a, when he was when he was teaching, his students, uh, his ex students, been talking about how he was, you know, how he was, uh, you know, talking all that racist stuff when he was a teacher, when he was yeah. teaching them. Well, you know what? Yeah. What I what I what Killing I dreams. see. Well, what I see that they don't see is that 
when we get to know each other better, like all of us on this phone knows each other very, very well. And we get along very well. We all know what our culture is. We understand Miss Rihanna's culture. We understand uh, Pastor Cooper's culture, uh, Mr. Arthur, mine. Our cultures are, are same. So, so it has created so much unity among us when we understand each other. And we could cut down on a lot of this uh, divisiveness that we see among races if, in fact, people understood one another's groups, your racial ethnicity, your group, mystery owners. I mean, we all we all have some of the same identical qualities, do we not? Even of though, course. even though, and, and let me use this as an example. When I was growing up, we lived on our land, and and my grandfather's house was first. My my father's house was next. If you go two three acres. Down and it's my father's house. You go another two or three acres down, and it's it's one of his brother's homes. And you go another two or three acres down, and it's another brother, right? And, and so our so our families always had the weddings on the land. Uh, my my grandparents had this big house, and they had a portico that you could drive through. And so they would have the weddings on this big big huge porch. And and the, everybody would be standing down and, and sitting down in these chairs underneath the portico all across the lawn. It would probably be two, three hundred family members out there. That was our wow. custom. That's where the weddings were held at my grandmother and grandfather's home. That was our custom, our culture. And mm-hmm. so people in and there was all Caucasians that lived on the farms all around us. We were actually the only black families. In that area, and we were just seven miles past Loop 323 in Tyler, Texas, on Highway 110 West. So that was our culture. And so when people got to see what we like to do, then the neighbors started to come to the weddings that were held at my mm-hmm. grandparents' home. We understood them; they understood us. Same thing with us tonight, right here, our marvelous Monday. Everybody on this phone. On this show, understands and promotes mystery. Anna promotes Black history. We promote European history. We just promote American culture. Period. Right? Because we value the culture from which we live in. Do we agree with everything that happens in our country? No. But we value and we understand it. So that's what, to me, in my opinion, that knowing Black history. And its value would help to bring yeah. us closer together. What do you guys think? Yes. Well, Absolutely. I think that this is part. Of, this part of that again, again, that fascism thing that's working in the United States, working here in Texas. Uh, this is the fight. The, you know, they, they, I mean, basically in your face, just saying, uh, we want you to forget about who you are. We want you to right. stop being quote, quote woke. We want you to go back to right. sleep and, and, and be stupid. And then let us uh, feel good about ourselves. And it, 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 it don't make any sense. Burning books, right. uh, taking out, take, you know, Maya Angelou and all that kind of stuff, taking them out, out of school. You want kids to read it. I mean, so, uh, you know, it's an indoctrination system. 
You need to call mm-hmm. it what it is. It's an indoctrination system, and he wants mm-hmm. to make it more indoctrinaire than what it is already. So, uh, you know, so this is the fight. This is part of it. This is the cultural piece. So we got to go and fight this fight. So just, you know, that's where we're at. So, uh, but I just want to tell everybody, look here. Going forward, mm-hmm. all you got to do is just, uh, you know, change your thinking. You ain't got to go beat nobody up, but just, but just think how you want this new America to be because it's coming. We're, we're putting it together as we speak. All this is a part mm-hmm. of it. At some point, mm-hmm. some point, uh, it's going, the movement going to stop and it's going to lock, it's going to lock down for another 50 years. So, uh, walk like it, talk like it and be like it. That's all, that's all I'm going to tell you. That's all you got to do. Just do that. Yeah. And we can get this done. Yes. Well, you know, I think it's, I think it's important for us to know and understand our history uh, because mm-hmm. black people helped to build this country. I want to share with you guys the black heritage program that I'm working on for the city of Tyler. And that is that we're going to present to the community the first 10 black families who helped to build Tyler after slavery. We're going to cover from 19, from 18. 45 to 1855. My family happened to be one of those families who helped to build Tyler. And so wow. once, once I hope you guys could come. It's February the 24th. It's going to be at the Liberty cool. Theater at 6 p.m. And I'm interviewing. This is what we're, we're interviewing. And, and, and we'll have to bring Miss Dorothy Franks on. She's a genealogist that I've been working with for the last five years. When she came and spoke, I, I had her to come and speak to my family at our family reunion because I think you guys remember my mentioning the fact that um, the, the Caucasian uh, Irwins out of California reached out to the black Irwins here in Texas, East Texas, and wanted to come together and meet up with them. Mm -hmm. I was overseas during the war at that time, but they had the Mm -hmm. big reunion. It was at Harvey convention. And then they went to the plantation and they had uh, the plantation still exists here in Tyler. They had their cookout at the plantation that Friday, uh, that Saturday morning. They had the big banquet that that Saturday night. I mean, it, it was amazing. And when I saw the photographs on the front page of the Tyler Carrier times, these, these men looked like my father, except they were a, they look whiter, uh, more, mm-hmm. oh, I should say, more Caucasian than my father. <laughs> but they look, <laughs> they, they were fairer skinned, uh, but they looked, they looked alike. And so from that point, there was a relationship established between the ones here in Texas and the ones in California. And then we found out that we had some relatives right over there in Longview, Texas. Mm-hmm. That we had no idea it had not been. So all all I'm saying is that there's so much benefit in knowing, but we have to understand the accuracy and the, and that's what's important to me is that the history, mm-hmm. black history, is told correctly. And the only people that can really tell that black history is the people yes. who lived it. And but go ahead, mm-hmm. Mr. Arthur. This update on my ancestry DNA, uh, you know, doing the same thing okay. you're doing. Well, we're coming to find out. You know, I'm related to the, the one of one of the first families here in Dallas that helped start Dallas was was the Hills. So I'm related to whoever they were. So we're doing Wonderful. some research on that. 
Outstanding. We're planning a reunion, a family reunion down in, we're going to do it in Tyler Marshall. Uh, I mean, I mean yeah. Longview, uh, Longview or Tyler, Tyler. Marshall. I can't yeah. We got camp people. I got camp people all down there. And I told you about, I told sure, you about after sure. Civil War, uh, a group of them started a town outside of Center, Texas called Africa, Texas. Yeah, and the ones here in Dallas, they they started what's called Little Egypt. Well, you would be one of those family members like what I'm interviewing all these families uh, of, of some, some offsprings of these 10 families, right? And so mm-hmm. we're asking them questions like, "What? Who is the eldest person that you remember about when you were growing up?" And tell us some stories that they may have told you when you were growing up. My father, my father's had, a, had a twin sisters, right? And so one of those sisters uh, was who I called the uh, the historian of the family, and she would she would take her. Uh, you remember the little uh, tape recorders? She would take the little tape recorder, and she would she would record my grandfather, Mr. Mitchell Irwin, and she would ask him all kinds of questions about his background and his history and his parents and and his grandparents. I mean, she just dealt deeply, and so I remember as a young child listening to that and remembering. And the one thing that that I remembered most and that really troubled me was was when my grandfather said that he was invited to Washington, D.C. after George Washington Carver came to Tyler, Texas. He was invited there to, um, to show President Roosevelt the, uh, the little gadget that he had designed to put on his tractor to plant potato slips. Because remember, uh, you farmers, how they used to crawl down the rows and and take this potato slip and slip it down into the ground. Well, my grandfather wanted to make things easier for the people that worked on his land, so he devised this thing, but he did not know about copywriting. And so uh. because he didn't know about copywriting back then, then his... Uh, idea was taken by John Deere Tractor. I'll just tell you who it was taken by. Mm-hmm. And well, so from that point, they've made zillions of dollars on the backs of my grandfather. But go ahead. Still to this day, they're making zillions of dollars on it. That's funny. Now yes, we're, yes, we're yes. crossing paths. Because uh, we went from a millionaire company owning the facility I'm, I'm working for now to a billionaire company, and this guy's making his money off of John Deere tractor sales. He is the retailer, pair wow. and renter of them in uh, 17 different locations, five different states. Wow, See, that's he's what a I'm billionaire. So they mean you're a trillionaire. Oh. Exactly. Well, remember, remember, remember. Yeah, remember we couldn't remember even after slavery was over, we couldn't get patents on stuff, you know. Right. And so a lot of our inventions that's benefiting America right now, 
Hey, hey, you say, well, well, where the money? Well, you know, we couldn't get no patents. We had to go get a white guy to that's get a right. patent for us. So, you, so whoever, when, you know, that's who got the money. So it's like, exactly. you know, so it's like, you know, so we, so we got a lot of catching up to do, uh, you know, as far as yeah. that's concerned. Well, that's why black history is so important because the real yeah. history comes out and we understand and know. And we know that black people devised a lot of things to make their lives much easier. Mm-hmm. They were innovative. They were smart. Uh, and it's from the traffic light to the iron and iron and board and just all kinds of things, right? So, so mm-hmm. it, it's okay for us to they, – they didn't do everything in, in, the, in the nation. There were some others who made inventions as well. But we can't deprive uh, the history in every aspect to be taken away mm-hmm. from, from the students. Well, we're also, nobody exists in a vacuum. No culture or, or person or people, none of, nothing exists in a vacuum. Our relationship yeah. with one another as Americans is what it is, and it's a particular relationship, a hundreds and thousands of year-long particular relationship between white folks and black folks in America in right. particular, but everywhere. And if we, right. if we do not start recognizing this dysfunctional, um, uh, psychologically unhealthy relationship that was established through the horrendous things that have lasting impacts and obviously continue uh, to this day without recognizing it, we just keep getting sicker, sicker and no, sicker. No, and no, sicker. no, 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 Ron DeSantis, no, 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 we can't, we can't pretend that nobody recognizes it. Ron DeSantis recognizes it. He recognizes it. Mm-hmm. He recognizes it well. And so, right, it's a willful thing. That, he wants to, to will to people yeah. into being ignorant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah, yeah. There you go. Deliberate. So what I'm saying is that the bottom line of it is there's a lot in the privilege that folks don't want to let go. You know, like I told you, uh, 72% yeah. of white women yeah. voted, voted for, uh, you know, Republicans in this past election, even though they was talking right. about they wanted to be weighed overturned. So, you know, so right. so they weigh the privilege. They weigh the privilege against their body autonomy. And the majority yeah. of them said, "Hey, give me the privilege," because they figure, "Hey, you know, hey, you're not gonna get an abortion. I just need one, I guess." But I'm just saying that, you know, that so <laughs> so you know, we have to really kind of reassess all them kind of uh, uh, coalitions mm-hmm. as we go forward. Uh, to and, and I'm and I ain't saying they wrong, but I'm saying, you know, let's don't pretend. That, that those are big allies when they're not really big allies. That's right. what I'm saying. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is like what we were, what I was talking about earlier, the sad situation that has become the, the Carrie Lakes and the Trump rallies and all that stuff. Just this, oh my this delusional person who's oozing in this privilege that's so strong that he's allowed to just, you know, say, hey, this is what reality is, and all these people go, yes, this is what reality is. And it's that the privilege to be sick, the privilege to be that sick and narcissistic. And, you know, that's just, that was a good way to put that, Arthur. That's what can't yeah. get to That was great. Well, well, you know, speaking of narcissism and, all, and the privilege, how can one person 
want something so badly that they would compromise all of their their background and their culture and probably mm-hmm. their upbringing, their teaching, and that's, that's McCarthy. I'm sure that his family, his parents, his mother, his father taught him the right direction, right in life and how he's to treat people and how he's to carry himself. Don't you remember when your parents used to say, don't you forget what your last name is when you go out in the community? Don't embarrass yeah. me. Right. right past you looking, yes. Right. Yes. So You're looking at a man void of self. He, 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 he yes. void of his There's nothing there. Hmm. Right. Right. That's, 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 the only, that's the only thing that can Henry be Trump true. Yeah, him and Trump got that in common. Neither one of them. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing there. There's nothing there. There's yeah, nothing right. solid there in, in either one of them. Yeah. And so, you know, they have, they, a, a Mike, they have no inside. Yeah. Right. Wow. Miss Rihanna, would you pull up, if, see what you can find out on his background, uh, where he grew up and, a little bit about him. I don't even remember where he went to college or anything like that. I haven't really looked at uh, McCarthy and his. his oh, I don't know that college just, was involved. <laughs> oh, was it? okay, okay, okay. Well, I just assume these things, right? You can't. You, we see what happens when we assume things. <laughs> That's not a safe bet I mean, with that one. <laughs> well, I saw well, this weekend on. So on the weekend shows, I saw I saw Kevin on the weekend shows. Boy, talk about talk about a word salad. Talk about a me, word me salad. Oh yeah, Ooh, I, I, yeah. I, I saw it. Where, I saw where, that. Where's the Italian dressing for this fella? Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm just. Oh, he did go to college. Well, I, I think he, he probably did. Okay, tell us. He about went it. to California State University, Bakersfield, while working as a firefighter. Uh, he formerly chaired the. Yeah, he formerly chaired the California Young Republicans and the Young Republican National Federation. He was a two-term representative in the California State Assembly from 2002 to 2006. Uh, The last two years, he was minority leader. He was elected to Congress in 2006, elected to House Leadership Whip from from 2009 to 2011, and then we know the rest. Um, 2006. It doesn't show he had much of a career before the. Oh, here we go. Um, his childhood. He was. Oh, his grandfather was an Italian immigrant. His paternal grandfather was Irish. Uh, first Republican in his immediate family. I'm bet they're proud. Uh, his parents <laughs> are members of the Democratic Party. <laughs> are you? Um, Wait, but, oh, you Italian? You see Italian? Yes, and, and he's Italian Irish. and Irish. Oh, boy, I'd like to see his DNA list. Yeah. No, you know what it is. Oh, well, uh, he yeah, there you go. Oh, he hated on his well, My family comes from it. Ireland, so, you, so, mm. so go ahead. That's, in, that's yeah, interesting. Go ahead. That is interesting. Wow, yeah. that is interesting. He's got a degree in marketing. Okay. Well, that's good for the fashion program that he's running. Yeah, that's good for the fashion program he's running. He, marketing. Go ahead. he worked as a seasonal firefighter. He didn't. He doesn't have another career though. That's interesting. That's, he, and he, season, he was a seasonal firefighter and a student, seasonal. and then a yeah, yeah. Huh. Mm. Yeah. 
So it doesn't. He's just as empty as we thought. Yeah. Anything else about his parents? I don't see anything other than that they're Democrats. (laughs) That is so funny. Oh my goodness. Mm. He's got very interesting and children. He's got two children. Yes. Okay. He does. Well, 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 he got two children. kids. He, yeah. He, yeah he, got... he said on the news. Well, what he talking about on the news tonight? He'll never leave Marjorie Taylor Green. So what's that about? Well, she she wouldn't be the first well, because he he did. He said, uh, I'll never leave her. I'll never leave he her. He was accused. He sure did. Huh? Well, in 2015, remember, he was accused of having an affair with, uh, remember, Representative Renee Elmery? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was accused. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, you know, Marjorie, she was accused of having an affair, and that's why her husband quit her. But then I don't want to get exactly. to the Mike, yeah. have a commercial. We're not, we're not trying to spread misinformation <laughs> here. We may go to a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> we're both going to get to the tonight, Arthur. Trying to make Finally, make it. <laughs> he's trying he to sneak it in there. <laughs> Man, this is not Fox News. We do not okay. report anything that's not factually uh, back and there you go. documented. There you go. I love it. I love it. We're going to have to write an apology letter, aren't we? <laughs> back on point. Back on point. Back on point. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> Okie dokie. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, moving right along. That's interesting. So did you find well, anything else about the uh, cyber attack? Y'all were looking up something on cyber attack? Yes, yes. So, okay, let's talk a little bit about that. So, um, you remember when there was 500, some uh, Fortune, maybe it was Fortune 500 companies that, uh, that were attacked by, quote, unquote, Russia? And but uh, Lincoln University, which is one of the the eldest HBCUs, I know Texas College was in the 1800s as well. But they have they're going to be shut down completely. They said they can't see how it could ever be opened up again. They've destroyed all their records uh, at the university, and that I believe the location was the one in Illinois. There is one in Philadelphia. There's supposed to be eight different campuses, and I'm not talking about Liberty University in Virginia. I'm talking about HBCU. So um, with that being said, um, I reached out to our local college here, and we're going to actually have a meeting on um, Wednesday. Well, I won't say much about that. So, okay, what exactly happened there? What exactly happened there? Well, I, I, I sent the yeah, I sent the article uh, to the team, but I guess you you did not see that. Um, it's a, a cyber attack. Wait, Ricky Smiley announces that his son has died. Did you guys get that? Oh, yeah, yeah, we saw yeah, that. that. Yeah, I think it was a day ago. Yesterday. What happened to him? Oh, I don't know. He, he, didn't, he didn't say that part. Didn't say okay. That part. I had not even seen that. I've been so engrossed yeah, in uh, Tyree uh, Nichols. I didn't see that part, but I'm, I'm very sorry. But at any rate, uh, so back to the back to the cyber attack. Uh, 
But not only HBCU that was attacked, that's Lincoln University that was attacked, but some Fortune 500, some of our American companies in in America was attacked. And I don't know, Ms. Rihanna, you may want to find that article, but um, but I believe it was some Fortune 500 companies. And so mm-hmm. cyber cyber security and cyber that that is big business. And I, we're encouraging uh, young folk that may not want to go to a full fledged four years, five years, whatever university. That that is a beautiful uh, program to get into. We have a Texas Technical College where the headquarters is in Waco, Texas, and we carry that. Remember, you guys, we carry the bus of kids up to. Uh, to Texas Technical College. It's a dual program that's set up by uh, one of our former football players, uh, Mr. Gary Baxter. And so we're actually going to take another group uh, on the uh, 16th. I will be able to travel with that one because we know who's coming to Houston, Texas, right? And we'll talk about that before the evening is out, uh, who our special guest is that's coming to Houston, Texas. And uh, hopefully... um, my two brothers will be there uh, for that event, but um, I'll be out there in the parking anyway. lot waiting. I'm holding an hour and a You can come in. There you go. You can come inside. You don't have to be in the parking lot waiting. So, um, so we'll, we're going to be one of the co-hosts uh, here in Tyler. Uh, the D. The, we'll go ahead and go over to that. But the DNC had asked me to be a co-host. And so uh, so if you want to come inside, Mr. Arthur, you can. Uh, oh, yeah, I know, some, I know be... somebody. I'll be right there. I, I know somebody. I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're going to go down to uh, to be with, uh, uh, let's see, um, majority whip for, uh, for the Democratic Party, uh, the Congress, uh, represented a congressman, Hakeem Jeffries. He will be in Houston, Texas on the 16th of February. And uh, we're getting all, him all set and ready to go so he can become the Speaker of the House. Right? Can I get an amen on that? Amen. amen. Ready to go. <laughs> ready okay. to go. Ready to go. Right yes, up. Sir. Ready, ready to go. 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 He looking kind of presidential. He's looking real presidential. Yes, he does. You're absolutely well, so that we can take him from the speak of the house on up to that next seat. You don't even want him to wait around. You want him to go ahead and go and work on that next seat. Is that what you're saying, Mr. Arthur? What I'm saying, let's see, let's see, let's see, because I know, look here, I, look here, I know this, look here, again, again, thank you, Joe, for what you know, but Joe, you need to go. <laughs> oh, my goodness, look at, look at him, he, is that a, a, a poem that you just wrote right now, just these? <laughs> I mean, you know, he just inspired me to do that, so I'm just saying. You know. I see. I see. I see. I'm saying, yeah. But, uh, but I really though, you, you know, really though, you know, Ayla here. Let's see. Let's uh-huh. see. Now, now, now you got documents at your house. No, you need to go to. <laughs> you need to go to. <laughs> you pins. <laughs> you pins and well, him. Well, oh yeah. Well, it, 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 let me just say, in defense of that, I mean, I already told you what I think. I don't know if I told. I haven't told you on this show, 
but I know I talked about this on the Thursday show, and that is that, okay, think about this, Ms. Arthur. You served overseas, so you know the time difference in it's daylight over there and, and nighttime mm-hmm. over here and nighttime over mm-hmm. here and daylight over there. So here's, mm-hmm. here's my analogy. I figure something happened and go on because, you know, things go on all the time. We serve in a war zone. We know things happen all the time. So we figure, this is, this is me. But listen up, this is me. I said some courier brought some documents out to Biden's house because, you know, he went home every night on the train right. to where he lived, and some, uh, somebody brought some documents out there. Those documents stayed out there and never returned back. Same thing with Pence. They got out to their house and never got never got back. So here's, do I say it's sloppy? Yes, I say that they needed to keep track of stuff, but they did not, right? So go ahead, Mister. I'm not really complaining. I'm not really trying to. Ed here, Ed here. Okay, okay. I know he wasn't trying to steal the documents. So I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I like that smooth transition that Pelosi and them did. And I think he need to do the same thing. He need to do a smooth transition. That's what he need to do. Oh, okay. Because, see, you know, a lot of stuff, a lot of policies. He, oh, okay, look here. Uh, uh, you know, Ray, the FBI director, that man ought to be fired. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And, then, and then Garland, Merrick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Merrick. I mean, really? Two, what, two years gone, three years? He ain't did I mean, you know, so I'm saying, Joe, a little slow about changing the white privilege system. He don't want to, he don't want to dismantle it. He wants to play like everything is like it was, like he's going to go, quote, back to normal. You, you, you can't go back. It ain't nothing to go back to. And he keeps trying to go back. And I'm saying, you know, he, you know, he's still after those, those disaffected white voters that mythical white voters that they're going to get uh, uh, depressing, suppressing and depressing black vote, ain't making that no fight. You see what I'm saying? You know, what he should. And I'm just saying, the moderate, Mother King told you about the moderate, okay? The moderate might well be a conservative, because you know they're not, they're not about helping me and you. So I'm just saying, he's a moderate. Uh, I'm glad he was able to take on Trump. Trump, Trump ain't finna win no how next time, no way. So mm-hmm. under a scenario like that, if I, if I had to, if I had to run to King Jeffries against DeSantis, I like my I like my chances. Yeah, that like that, that would be a, that would be a real good election, wouldn't it? I mean, a real good mm-hmm. campaign between the two of them. Boy, you, you you listen, you have every American that knows anything about the political process would be out there in the streets fighting for that election. That would be mm-hmm. fun. It really well, I, I think we have time. I think, uh, uh, ahead, Jeffers, uh, uh, I think uh, we have time with uh, Mr. Jeffries. Uh, sure. i like to see him sure get do. some work done up there in Washington in the position he's in for a few years before I, we start having that conversation. And I, and I agree 100%. I agree 100%. He just got there. He needs yeah. to, to really work. work. I get him and, 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 
And, and we work. And we, how about this? But we working it right now. We working it starting in Texas on the 16th of February, and every state I in the union needs to work it because there it takes a lot of do me mean for so lot to do to run for president <laughs> of the states. And let's work on that yeah. for him. Yeah. Let's work on it. For him. No, well, you know who, who they gave who they told Obama. They said uh, 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 who who they told Obama. Say, hey, look. Uh, you know, you need to go. He said, you need to go and run now. He said, well, you know, everybody. He said, nah. He said, if it's your time, you need to run. And, and all I'm saying is that it ain't no, this little imaginary line about, uh, you know, you go do this for that. No, that's not how it works, y'all. It don't work like that. No, we so say I'm saying it's not line. a time. I'm not saying it's not a time. I'm just saying no, that Arthur right. said three weeks ago that we, uh, we're we not doing anything as the Black Caucus and they hadn't got stuff done and, and I heard him give a, a, a speech on a laundry list, which I'm trying to find it, to go over to let you know what the Black Caucus has been doing. And so I like to see him do some of that work that you were complaining about three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, look, we're going to get that work done. We, we got Jasmine Crockett up here from Texas now. She's got to get her feet wet. Jasmine Crockett was new yeah, to the job she, she was doing. Yeah, she got to get her feet wet, too. She's got to get her feet wet. Listen, I love Jasmine Crockett. Jasmine Crockett ended up right. in Washington, D.C., uh, because of the work that we did here on the ground in Tyler, Texas, and Southeast Texas, and DeSoto. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. she don't even know how she ended up there. Ended and up in the and I'm going to tell you what, she ended up there because she didn't run against uh, Eddie Bernice Johnson. And Eddie Bernice exactly. Johnson got her there. She got That's her there. That's exactly right. And, 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 and my forever congresswoman, Eddie Bernice Johnson, some people like her, take her, don't wear her. But she knows the system. She knows the program. She got stuff done when needed yeah. to be. And she got her in that seat because she knows this about uh, Congresswoman Jasmine Crockett, that she is a fighter. But there's still some things she <laughs> needs to develop, some tools she needs to develop. And we want to bring the whole team along uh, with us. And, and there's some people still watching her from afar. We need them to get in the That's same right. room with her. That's it. Why don't That's nobody right. like Kamala? Why, do, why about y'all on Kamala like that? Oh, you, you said no, Kamala. No. Nobody talked about Kamala. That's a whole other conversation. And we talked about yeah, three strikes yeah. and you're out. And in 1996, she was uh, in Los Angeles doing some stuff with that same program. Now, watch this. In hindsight, she was probably said, I need to do something different. But, again, uh, we need someone that's fighting, uh, whether you what position you're in or not, and we don't need permission to fight. And nobody can tell me to shut right. my mouth. I don't care if I'm in the streets or outside the streets. I want to hear more from her. That's all I'm saying. So you brought that up. I'm just going to keep on shooting these dogs down. She was, and see, a lot of times that we don't really know what uh, what uh, pre- vice president is doing because right. let's keep it in mind too. Let's keep it. What is their position? What is the position of the vice president of the United States? You know, here they're out like today. Vice president is at the uh, St. Augustine University in Raleigh, North Carolina. Well, how do I know right. that? I know that because my sorority sister from Tyler, Texas, is the president. That's the only reason, the only way I know that. I haven't seen it on the news right. anywhere. I don't see, we don't hear anything about because the president, the vice president of the United States really is to step up and take over when the president is out of the way. And otherwise, they go and do whatever it is. They They, they get to be that vote. If they need to break the vote in the House, they I'm can do that. Is- uh huh. And what I'm saying is, why Biden not promoting her more? Why he not, you know, well, I know he promoting her? To, what do you mean promoting her? 
to do what? Yeah, you know, putting out, you know, putting our skill set out there a little bit better. Uh, it is. You know. I just, I just, I just said, I just said that <laughs> she, she is out there. She's out there overseas. Vice President, if you go in history, you never right. no. You don't promote the Vice President of the United. You no. promote your no. you promote your policies no. and what you ran on and what right. you out there to do for America. They never have. The yeah, Vice never President have. is a never have. Nobody has ever promoted any Vice President. Right. But, right. but but if they decide after they run their term and that Vice President wants to run, and nine times out of ten that Vice President will run for President. Then that's when they said President Obama did not promote uh, Joe Biden. No. Until he decided Joe said he wasn't going to run. Now, Joe said he wasn't going to run. Remember, Joe said he wasn't going to run that year. So yeah, it doesn't Joe matter. I'm talking Joe about when he was the vice president. president. Yeah. He's quiet. He's quiet. Yes, he and was. that's how they train him. And if you that's exactly him out, that's the position. Uh, then you lose your job. <laughs> well, you don't you don't you don't supersede the president. You don't promote yourself up there. You push no. the president to do to because that's the, that's the face of America is the president, not the vice president of the United States. Not the vice president. And, and yeah, if you start right. doing that, you, you won't be the vice president. Oh, ask Pence. No, 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 no. Pence not running. Pence not running. Yeah, I'm saying that in the context of her running in 2024, if he's not going to run. I'm just saying. Now, now, of course, he's still got time to kind of, you know, put her out there yeah. if he want to, you know, give her some shine. Yeah, and all that she, kind of stuff. So he's still got time to do it. She's got time to do it, but I'm just saying. He hasn't did it up to this point. Right. Yeah. I, I say he needs to run 2024, and uh, he needs to do exactly what he's doing, keep quiet. I say we need to let uh, Mr. King Jeffries uh, run his race for right now. He needs another four to six years to do the things that he's doing, and then we can swap out later on. That's all. Right, I'm because I mean, her her duty, her only duty, except if the if the president of the United States resigns or dies while in office, her only duty is to preside over the Senate. That is it. That is it. It. And so, or travel just like what she's doing. She's going around to HBCUs. She's traveling around. Like, once again, she's in Raleigh, North Carolina, and the HBCU there is St. Augustine University. So she's quiet because she's doing what she's supposed to do. And whatever happens in the Senate, and she's in charge of those, those guys up there, those 100 people, she's in charge of them. And if she needs to break the vote, yeah, yeah, correct. Hey, Eddie, here, what happened to that big brouhaha? Well, they brouhaha about the border last week. No, what happened to that? I ain't heard no more brouhaha about that. Now, what's going on? I ain't heard no more brouhaha. What up? There is, well, that's, that would be true. She doesn't have to be at it's the border. It's not a live news thread anymore. People uh, burn out on it, so they move. They're talking about something else on the news thread. That's all it's about. These are hot points. And, and when they exactly. run out of things and no one's listening, yeah, it goes, they go on. News is like 15 minutes, you know. And if it's, uh, if people are still tuning in, boom. So the new news, my phone was blowing up, and, and everybody wanted me to talk about the five black men arrested and then uh, for beating the black right. man, black on black, all this kind of stuff. And, <laughs> and they went to Twitter <laughs> action to get rid of the black men, whereas before when there was white men beating up on black men, uh, they weren't uh, swift to be fired and all these kind of conversations. I didn't even entertain it. I, I didn't return mm-hmm. the phone call. Yeah. I did not entertain it because it's foolishness. Yeah, I hear you. 
<laughs> Very good. Ms. Rihanna, anything from you on that? You should just put cold to bed. Oh, she went to bed. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. All right. No worries. Yeah. It's something about that trope about, because I saw him talking about it, uh, you know, the context of all this. It was talking about the, uh, you know, of course, somebody's never going to bring up black-on-black crime, da 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 And so the guy was saying, uh-huh. so, you know, he cited the statistics. And, and, and this is what I always tell people. When, when, when somebody rolls up on you and starts talking about, well, you know, mm-hmm. what about black-on-black crime? You, you say, well, okay, what about white-on-white crime? You know, like 83, 85 exactly. white people. Exactly. You know, they kill other white people. I, I said, yeah. what you have to, I, I, say, I, I say now, black folks, uh, we, we like 90-some percent. We be killing each other. I say, but I, I said, ask yourself this question. If, if, if 85% of white people only kill white people, that means they kill 15 to 17% of other people. So yes, white people kill more other people. Good point. Don't we? Good point. They kill more other people. Good point. So, but nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah, so you say, let me be focusing on that, on, that, uh, you know, on that other number. So it's a very bad well, we can't That's neighborhood crime. People kill people where they live. Just like uh, people have wrecks where they live. You would spend 25 miles in your home when you have your, your wrecks. Most of your wrecks, if you look at statistics, you're relaxed, you're in your own uh, space. Same thing, because when you're on the highway, on the road, 300 miles away, you're, you're attentive, you're paying attention. But on the way home from work, you're kind of tired, you're kind of sleepy, mm-hmm. you're running the stop sign, all those things. Same thing with uh, crime. Crime is uh, usually uh, a neighborhood yeah. crime, the one you're familiar with, the one you feel like you're going to take out your vengeance on. Uh, I appreciate I said, treat me like a stranger. Because when you go to Walmart or anywhere, your grocery store, and you step on someone's feet that you don't know, you go, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, pardon me. And, and you just got the way to get out your way. But in your own home, you trip over someone and say, why you got your feet in the aisle? You need to stop. Put your feet in. Why are you so lazy? You know, that kind of conversation. And we do the same thing when it comes to uh, 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 arguments and, and, and frustration. I had a cousin just three weeks ago. He is the uh, son of a preacher, and he got mm-hmm. into it with another cousin. And at 630 in the morning, they thought everything was good. They buried the hatchet, and he took out a knife and stabbed him in his chest. Those what? type of crimes personal. Yeah, and kill him. Did he make it? Did he make it? No, he died. He died. These guys were best friends wow. in life. But because wow. he felt as if though that he had access to him, and, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, and we deal with uh, uh, psychology on this show also, uh, any type of anger, unmanaged, is mental illness. I'm going to say that again. Any mm-hmm. anger. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our young black males and whites have anger management issues and it's undetected, sure. therefore it's not treated. That's mental illness. Sure, sure. Very good point. Good point. Let me say this. You have to realize, too, that black folks, we are born in recession, right, sometimes born in depression. Uh, and, so we, and so we grow up. Uh, in a quote pressure cooker, and then and, and again and goes back to giving our young bright minds an opportunity in a roadway out of where they at, and the system is set up where it ain't like that. It's, it's, it's set up to lock them in. Like I told, like Ron DeSantis, he's teaching black kids 
you know, destroying minds along the way. He ain't the only one doing that. And so I'm just saying that, uh, uh, you know, yes, yeah, it's being treated, being treated with the police, okay? Police in the mm-hmm. penitentiary industrial complex, you know, they turn it to the, they, they, you know, they turn it into money. We want to say living for the city. So, you know, you work some money, whether you work or not, you know, because you live for right. the city. The city's going to make some money off you. So I'm just saying that we have to look at uh, the octopus plan when it comes to our communities. And, and, and you know, we complain about the, 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 you know, the symptoms of stuff that's happening, the murders and all that stuff. Well, okay, that's the underlying, whole, whole underlying pressure thing up under there that's pushing that, been, that that's been rooted in our community for ever, you know, brought on by redlining and so forth and so on. So I'm saying that we got a lot of work to do. Uh, I ain't going to blame nobody. I ain't going to blame nobody. I'm just saying how do we, you know, my thing is how do we make that not be like that. And so we're in a, we're in a change moment, so we, we have an opportunity right now, y'all. This is just part of it. That's all right. I'm telling you. Part of it. So we'll, we'll yeah. get it straight, but that's but let's don't get to the point where we constantly criticize each other about the, uh, you know, about the symptom. We need to go and have some serious conversation about the issue, about the problem. And, and, and you know, you, you know, white folks need to talk to white folks. White folks mm-hmm. need to talk to white folks. We need to have a conversation. You know, we give our kids a conversation about how to protect ourselves from them. They need to have a conversation. Until they have a conversation, you know, I mean, we're going to have kittens like this and, and so forth and have problems getting voting rights and stuff like that. There's no way voting rights shouldn't be a big issue with the Democratic Party. And that's another reason I say, Biden, you, you, know, I ain't, you know, I ain't feeling him. I ain't feeling him like that. Because, you, know, you know, that's like voting rights just a, a pesky thing that's for black folks. Voting rights for everybody. But he treated it like it's just for us. I don't like that. Well, well, I, I don't, you know, I'm not saying that they treat it like it's just us. I think the reason why the big focus on voting rights for us is because we have been denied the opportunity to vote. We then, when we did get a chance to vote, we had to pay poll tax, and then we had to fight to get away from our ancestors, my grandfather's, yours, mine, all of us, were, were having to, to pay in order to vote. So I believe that's why the big focus of voting rights is geared toward black people, even though you're right 100%, Mr. Arthur, that is for all of us. But I believe that a big, a big reason is because of the denial and the issues that we had to go through in order to be able to vote. Let me say it this way. Let me say it this way then. The, the, you know, voting rights, first of, all, first of all, we shouldn't have to be going and getting our rights re- re- reconfirmed, okay? I agree. The, the, those rights, the, 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 they need to go ahead and pass, pass John Lewis voting rights act. Basically, what it'll do is it'll, it'll make it the same in all 50 states. It'll make the same at all of them. So when they come, so, yeah, so, and so I, I agree 100. But but we but so in reality, we know <laughs> that. But it hasn't happened in reality, right? And so that's why yeah, I write that. And, and I'm saying I see them pushing all these other. Uh, uh, dream issues, and I've seen them do different projects. I've seen, but they ain't ever, but, but they act like voting rights is, is some kind of, you know, I don't know. I mean, and I, I just don't like the framing that they using to present the issue. Like it's, you know, we'll get around to it. In the meantime, we got folks trying to fill our democracy, suppressing our vote, doing all this crazy stuff. 
And so I'm just saying I don't see the urgency that I think the issue deserves. And I think it's disrespectful after all the vote work we're putting in. And, and, but, again, we need to be voting for ourselves, y'all. I ain't tell you no vote. We need to be voting for ourselves, you know, not for the Democratic Party. Vote for yourself. Right, <laughs> you know, but we need a, a we need respect what we but, but but how about this, Miss Arthur? And and I'm 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 riding down your street. I, I'm, I'm I'm in the car with you. But there is, I mean, when we vote for ourselves, we still got to be on a party line somewhere. And even though I know there's people that say, well, I'm independent, but there there listen, there's we're in a two party system in this country. I don't care what people say. And what they think, and when they say that they, I'm an independent, I'm an independent thinker. I think for mm. myself. I don't need somebody else to help me think. But I'm, but I'm a Democrat, and so it is only two party system. So either you're going to vote for a Republican on a Republican ticket, or you're going to vote on a Democratic ticket, or or mm. during a general wow. election, you may you may vote both of both tickets and during a general election because you can if you want to. But, well, I guess um, what I'm but saying when is, you voted for yourself, go ahead. Well, well, what I'm saying about that is I'm saying, and, and I've said this before, <clears throat> what, we need, what, we need, what we need to be doing, and I'm, and I'm trying to get some folks to you know, working on this, we need to, as African-American community, we need to develop our uh, political power independent of the Republican and Democratic Party. We need to do that. We don't need to be rolling with they flow. We don't need to be flowing with Democratic Party. Uh, so what you're saying is we need, to, we, we need to establish our own party. No, no, no. no we already have our well, party. But, but, it's black okay, but, black but it's not, but it's we not a... We vote in the block. We don't need to vote 90% together. But it's not on the ballot. We don't have that on the ballot. No, no, no. We don't, we, we don't need it on the ballot. No, 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 no. We don't need it on the ballot. We need it educated about the ballot. We need to educate it so we well, can. Well, we do that. Well, we do that. We do that. Yeah, we don't do it. Yeah, we don't do enough of it. Uh, yeah, we do some of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do do that, but it's not organized. It's not organized. That's why. That's why Beto could do what he did. All he did was run around and talk to the right black folks, and, and I, you know, and then he had a, then he had a landslide, and didn't nobody feel it. So I'm just saying, you know. So that's what happened with that. So, you know, I'm just saying. Okay, so that black block that you're talking about, where does that fit in that two-party system when we go to the polls to vote? Uh, okay, where it fits in at is, that, is that we have to understand that the, 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 that the, here in Texas, you know, we're a majority minority state, but Hispanics, they pretty much vote 50-50. And, and a mm-hmm. lot of them, they got this white Hispanic issue going on. Uh, now, that, now, that being the case, then mm-hmm. what we need to do is we need to – Blow up a grow uh, grow our block, grow our block. Uh, you know, make it as big as we can, educate it, and then we can aim and then we can aim it at the system, and we can pick who wins. Because our energy won't be uh, 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 won't be generated by the Democrat or Republican Party. It'll be generated from over here, and then we can aim it over there. But as long as I, you know, as long as our Powers intertwined and flowing with that, then you know when they, you know that's why we went on that, you know for years, uh, you know after presidential election, uh, midterm come and ain't nobody do nothing. It was just you know nothing. So I'm saying so that's why we got into that uh, a situation. So I'm saying that 
you know, we are mature enough now, voter-wise, to know that we have that we have a special power here in America. Our vote had carries a special power, and so we just need to exercise. That's all I'm saying, and we need to grow. But, well, but independent. Go ahead, Pastor Biden. I mean, step on you. Well, I'm just saying he said a lot, and I need to go all the way back to when you were talking about right. uh, our young uh, men and women, uh, you know, that have the issues that they have, uh, you know, growing up. And we're going back to 40 acres and the mule and all the other stuff, land stolen, grandfather Lynch. Uh, we, we're not third generation anything. We didn't have the patent. Uh, all that stuff. Yeah, we should be there for but but on top of that, man that is born of a woman is one mm-hmm. day and full Two of days. trouble. Life yeah, life. I'm just saying. Yeah, full, full of trouble. And he said we are yeah. conceived in sin. So so we 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 all black, white, Hispanic, all we're all coming out fighting disadvantage. But on top of all of that, we have those things that you mentioned. Uh, it, it, it's not an excuse. It's not a cop out. It is what we have been allowed the good fortune to fight for. I I I consider it a privilege to to have the, that burden. To, uh, you know, because and again, I, I have to be pastor at some point. Uh, the Bible told me to uh, bear my cross daily. This is our cross. Uh, and our Jewish yeah. brothers yeah. and sisters, they have their cross, the Holocaust. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, this goes all up and down history. We we have this, but I, I I love a God that is a redeemer because when you go back and look what happened in Japan, now all of a sudden the number one car comes out is Toyota. You go back and look at what happened in Germany, you got everybody wants a Mercedes. Wherever. There's so much catastrophe there's a God. And so uh, I, I celebrate uh, 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 King Jeffries, the guy the name doesn't sound like the physician. I celebrate that the guy that he quotes the most uh, is a rapper that is now deceased, uh, Tupac, and all those guys. He knows more about them because I, 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 was, I was developed a little bit different than he is. But I love the fact that he also was a litigator for 10 years and is a professional, knowledgeable man. I love the fact that he was disadvantaged and had disadvantages because that tells me about a bigger God. So uh, none of that stuff scares me. Uh, I, I, I know this team. I get excited about the challenges ahead because there's opportunity for God to show up. Very good. Okay. Mr. Arthur? But I can't disagree with nothing Mike just said. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, hey, I'm just and I still think what what Mr. In my opinion, this is my opinion, and it, perhaps it's because we all run in the same circles, and our work mm-hmm. is the same. But what Ms. Arthur presented to us is, is, are things that I I already do, and many people that are in my circle already do. And now the one thing that I can tell you that we don't have enough of, and we don't have enough of. Uh, of people running for office other than one particular segment of people and that's our Caucasian brothers and sisters. We don't have we don't have enough blacks running, we don't have enough Hispanics running. We we come get your cousin. We come get your cousin up here trying to run for mayor. The one trying to run for mayor. (laughs) (laughs) Hey who's that? You don't know? You haven't heard? No. 
get your oh, wow. cousin. Who? You come he, get your he ran he ran for Congress in the first district. Gomer? Oh no, Gomer the Gomer didn't run. No, who I, I didn't hear. I don't know what's going on. He ran against he ran for Congress in Gomer's spot in the first district. You know it. Young, young, young. Oh, now running for mayor. There you go. Junior, Junior. Sure, you gonna come? He's running for mayor. Where? I mean, what city? In Dallas, Texas. He's from Dallas. Come get your. No, he's no, he's not from Dallas. He's from Texas, Arkansas. Come get your. So what if he's gonna run for mayor in Dallas, Texas? Will you come mm. here to Texas? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> he moved well, to Dallas. You have to, to be in, a, in that city, in that zip code for what, 11 months or something? I don't know. Then he get one little, then he get one when is the election? Uh, yeah. Then he get one little acre. He get one little uh, uh, terrorist letter down there in East Texas, and he up here in Dallas running for mayor. No. <laughs> no. Come get your cousin. Come get your cousin. Okay. So I guess he's running against uh, Eric Eric Johnson. He's running against the wind. Okay, <laughs> okay. And the election is in May, say, May, right? Hey, May, hey, May 2020. Somebody know me or something. Somebody know me. But he ain't did nothing. He ain't got. He ain't running on nothing. I, I, well, he, he, well, what are he running on? They ran yeah, out. He's running, st- st- he's running on a paid salary. I think in Dallas they pay you to, uh, for that position. Mm. No, no, I'm saying no. what issues he, he ran. He ran down here in East Texas. I'm saying what issues is he now? He up here trying to run for mayor. I'm trying to get the connection. I was Why trying to tell you. You're not listening. I was telling you, that's a paid position. That's a that's a that's a job where he has income. He's looking for a job. A lot of money. I, mean, I, want, I mean, I know why he wanted, but I'm saying, but I know I, I know why he wanted, but I'm saying he ain't. I mean, you know why he wanted? I don't know why he wanted. That's why he wanted because it's paid good money. He gonna come from Los Angeles and, and we're gonna elect him mayor. See, some people need. I to thought he was in Tyler. Well, no, he's not. He's not from Tyler. He's from Texarkana. But he ran, he left Los Angeles from running several times, came back home to Texarkana, and then from Texarkana, he ran for Congress, which Texarkana was part of that congressional seat. It's part of To include, to include Tyler, heard, Texas. Well, maybe he heard that Jasmine Crockett came from Texarkana, and maybe he figured he could do that. Oh, is that where she came from? Yeah, she's on. She was on in Dallas, I think, a year or two years. Oh, is that all? Really? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I think she's wow. from. And actually, I think she. Actually, I think Jack's from, from St. Louis, ain't she? Yeah, St. Louis, what? Uh, yeah. Missouri? She down to go to school or work in uh, Texas. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Wow. And she had a, a phenomenal run as a rookie uh, representative. And like I was saying earlier on the call, uh, alluding to the fact that she don't even know how the wind got her to Washington D.C. and was exposed. I'm, t- I'm telling and, you how she got there. 
Yeah. She got. Yeah. She, she got she, there. She got a lot better. She, was, she got a lot more for those skills than Jay than, than, than Jr. I mean, I mean uh, I is, is, is Daniel? Oh, Daniel she's short. Pick, she's yeah, I believe she's short. Is, is Daniel Clayton running for mayor? No, 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 uh, uh-uh, no, no. Oh, there's, there's somebody with a name similar to that. No, no. I, I mean, it might be. I haven't saw. I haven't saw this. Who are running yet? Who, who, who are running? Have they announced yet? I don't think they announced yet. Well, see, they he, have. He they, they, they have. They have the name incorrectly. They say C A L Y T O N. His name spells C L A Y T O N. So I, I'm, I'm not sure if that's him or not. But it says the candidates include. James Armstrong, um, mm-hmm. Lorraine Barbera B, mm-hmm. Rabel, and Daniel Clayton, but it's spelled Callington, and then Sandra Crenshaw, according well, to running the for, uh, it's, it's running for mayor. It's running for mayor. That's what you're saying. Wait a minute. Uh, oh, no, maybe, no, no. no that wait, wait, that, that's an old article. That's an old article. So, oh, I just want to say, no, I don't Okay, let me see. The 2023. Well, I don't see yeah, anybody. I don't know. Okay, well, well, maybe he's up here just trying to, you know, let, let folks know he's in the house, I guess. But, but see, I, I, I was thinking he's gonna keep running down there, and he's technically gonna, you know, you know, eventually get well, him over the hump. But, yeah, but if he's gonna too, be just carpet bagging, if he's be carpet bagging all over the place, he's up there, down there, yeah. one minute, up here the next minute. Nah. Wow. That I know his mom. I know his mom live. I know his mom live up here, but you know, and all like oh, that. Oh, she live up here. Oh, I didn't know she lived uh-huh, there. Yeah. I thought she was still in Texarkana, but she's up there in Dallas. Uh huh. Yeah, she's up here in Dallas. Uh, over in, I okay. think in South Dallas somewhere. Uh-huh. I didn't realize that. Okay, got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So, well, so, uh, I mean, Eric has a lot of. Uh, he has a lot of uh, endorsements. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, I see uh, the Kendall Richardson. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, he's done some good work over there in Dallas, has he not? Mr. Yeah, Arthur? I endorsed him his first. Uh huh. Yeah, I endorsed Eric his first time around because I, you know, I don't use endorsed okay. politicians, but I work with him. Right, he, me he, too. I work with him at the state house, and so you right. know, and I got the, you know, I got doing pretty good. So. uh uh, you know, so I, I mean, he asked me to endorse him. So that, and that's the only person I've ever, well, besides Cooper, but nobody asked me to endorse you, Coop, for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, some some things you don't have to ask. You're just supposed to automatically know when you know who you should be endorsing. If I'm better endorse me. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> you said what now? Well, wow. I said, if I'm he running said, dog he... catch, you better endorse that's me. It. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for you to post on, on my page now that you. I'm waiting, waiting for all of y'all, Doctor Hagney, Doctor McKellar, Riri, everybody. That's right. Go on the page That's right. I'm waiting for the okay, let's, All right, we're well, uh, jump on there. Let's we're do it. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna do the yeah, same yeah. thing for our next mayor of Tyler, Texas. We all got to endorse her. 
We got to put that go. stamp of approval on. We so, approve and, this and, message. And, and boots on the ground right there. Boots on, on the ground. Down. Just like we did before. We went to all to our communities, passed out signs and knocked on doors in the rain. That's right. That's in the rain. what we do. exactly right. That's what we do. Well, I'll be there. Well, I'm going to come around East Texas in June, y'all. I'm coming out for my family. I'm rounding up all my East Texas kin people. I'm going to find There you go. I'm sorry, say it, sir. When is your election? It's May, the first uh, first Saturday in May. That's what I thought. He's talking about June. Mm-hmm. No, it's in May. It's always oh, in May. May. Yeah, you, you got to get out of here in June, brother. Oh, okay. Now, yeah, are you we, running? Yeah, now, we you filed that. Go ahead. Okay, you've been around for. Oh, you've been around for mayor in May. No, my last term no. of, of council is. I'm running for my last term of council, and oh, okay. uh, I just I filed my papers last week. That was the opening for oh, okay. filing the papers, and that we're all good and filed, and ready to go. Ready to go. So, but yeah. my, my race is in May also, but uh, that's for. Uh, City Council at large. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm proud of y'all. Oh, well, you well, I know somebody. At large. I know somebody. And, and what, what is your page? What's, what's your page, Pastor uh, Cooper? Uh, it, it's uh, your... Michael Cooper. It, it still come up Michael Cooper. I, I just kept one of the pages and flipped it okay. over. Okay. Got, it, uh, gotcha. Right. Okay. That's I can't say elect say. Michael Cooper on my page because I'm not an incumbent. I can say vote for Michael Cooper on my page. Yeah. Uh, yeah. City Council at large. Yeah. Okay. You have to be an incumbent to say elect again. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm. I'll pull it up. There you okay. go. You see the, 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 the new flyer with the green and blue background. That's how city colors are adopted. Oh, wonderful. Looks yeah. like you're ready to go, my brother. We're up and running. I have an incredible young team that is behind me. That's outstanding. Outstanding. Some of my original players that's out there, but I've got some younger folks that's aggressive and entrepreneurs and just move at at, at the blink of an eye in the right direction on one accord. Very good. Very good. Outstanding. Okay. Well, it sounds like to me you done learned a little bit from your campaign then. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yes, sir. I've learned a lot. Inside out, Doc. Inside out. I've learned. That's, that's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> I steal from you guys daily. Daily. Mm. Where is it supposed yeah, to be? Very good. Yeah, I'm, putting you in, I'm putting you in there right now so I can All go over right. there and, right uh, and do what I need to do. We appreciate mm-hmm. it. So, so you see the new sign? You, you see the uh, the banner? Wait a minute, I'm 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 getting in there right oh, now. Are you typing? Yeah, go ahead. No, go mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah, I got to tell Yes, I do. Looking good, I'm trying to tell you. I'm looking at it right. right as we speak. Very wow. good. Long time. Well, I, I just sent you guys, I just sent you a notice in our chat that we have a new president of NAACP here in Tyler. I saw that. That is, uh, yeah, uh, Lisa Williams. Oh, so much. Williams, You've seen it before, uh, sure. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen her before. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. She's she's also a okay. back my sorority sister. That's, well, that's I look really forward great, to working with Miss Williams. Okay. Uh
It says I'm vice sorry, president. Is it, no, no, uh, that Pamela, that Pamela, Pamela, um, that's, that young lady ran against me for council, city council. Pamela Phoenix, mm-hmm. Dr. Pamela the Phoenix. President's message, Venerable Lisa Williams, president, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. down below you'll see uh, where it says Pamela Phoenix is mm-hmm. the uh, first vice president. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, I got you. I see. I need to. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Okay, right, Mr. Right. Williams, president, got you. Mhm, mhm, mhm. That's new. So, congratulations. Mhm, and they're going to have the in- installation. Please, it's set, talked about the installation down there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I love your, um, I love your piece here. Uh, I, I do. You. I'm reading and looking at it right now. I'm very proud of you. And that's, that's what we need to we do. More to yeah, so we. So we need to. So we need when, when we're down in uh, Houston, we need to get an endorsement down there. You know what I'm saying? You yes. know what I'm saying? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we'll we'll do some a uh, little recording and have him to uh, say it, so that we can bring it that, back that, and put it on our great. page. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And do all do all we need to do. Mr. Eric Williams will be down there as well, so he can do some recording for us. Okay. Uh, uh, Miss okay. Arthur, whomever, they are both to help us get some publicity. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. What's your last name? Because that might be some Ken you, Shirley. Who is you that? I, I know you're McKellen then. No. What's your <laughs> maiden name? You know my last E R W I N. You're supposed to know that. Irwin. Oh, yeah. oh, Irwin. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm, no, I'm Irwin, check Irwin Street. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check and see, cause I'm from Kenya. I, hope, I, I, I like. hope you can come. I know, I, well, I hope you can come, uh, come down on the uh, 24th. Both of you guys, it's gonna be an amazing program. We're 24th of what now? February. Uh, February. February. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, gonna, uh, this will be what? gonna be on a Saturday. Food. No, that's Friday evening. Friday evening? Oh, oh, Friday evening? Friday evening. Okay, that'd be good. There was no no Saturdays available. There was no Sundays available. So uh, Friday evening, so we'll... That works out great. I got a cemetery meeting. I got a cemetery meeting, so it it works out cool. Oh, okay. So we'll we'll provide you with food. And so you'll be at the theater, and it's going to be amazing what we're going to, what we're going to put together. We're, we're going to have some dramatic readings from, from some of the narratives of the slaves and comments mm. that was made. And then we'll do, um, we're going to do, of course, Martin Luther King's speech. One of our gentlemen, it's, I mean, you can't even tell he's not Martin Luther King. And so uh, various narratives that we're going to have them to do some readings. And then during that week, we go into, at the library, we will have, uh, uh, let's see, I think it's going to be each Monday evening during the month, we will have uh, a panel discussion. So we can mm-hmm. just try to educate our people on uh, their ancestors. Our lush, our lush history. Our lush history. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, rich isn't it? rich. There's some Super Bowl history uh, that's happening. Uh, okay. Yeah, and I hate to talk about it when it's not the Dallas Cowboys uh-huh. in the Super Bowl, but 
There's some history. You have two. Yeah, two African American quarterbacks. That's it. From That's Texas it. Yes, sir. Hey. <laughs> That's yeah. all right. Hey. Gonna be playing playing hey. against each other. Won't that be a game? That playing game? against each other, like Friday Night Lights. We, we didn't have two black coaches. We didn't have two black coaches against each other, and then we got two black quarterbacks for the first time. That's the truth. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You all have White some rich, House. some rich, rich history. Right? That's right. Uh, we making history every day. Boy, I'm trying to tell you. That's it. And why is it that anybody would not want to know the history of America? That's American history. Well, I wouldn't want to know. I wouldn't want to know. I would would not want to know if I was stealing your stuff. Okay, well, I I get it. I understand. I get it. I understand now. Yes, you don't want to know. Yes, you don't want to know. Understood. 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 Mm. So, Pastor Cooper, it was uh, Channel 12 News that was interviewing you? Uh, Is that right? Uh, which one? Oh, you're going through the whole page, Channel 12, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. Yeah, just okay, going through the whole thing. Yeah, uh, 12, <laughs> 6, 4, Beaumont Enterprise. Well, you know, uh, I, I wondered why after six years, you know, uh, getting back into the uh, – uh, in, in the forefront, the, the, I call it the limelight because I've been fighting civil rights all my life with other people's money sure. and, and in, in the community and, the, and folks didn't know it. But, um, you know, the news media shows up. Uh, you know, we like to complain that sure. they don't show up, but they show up. And I was wondering why yeah. would they show up. And one, one young lady told me, she, she said, because you have great sound bites. I said, what are you saying? She said, you mm-hmm. get to the point, you get everyone's attention, and mm-hmm. you make everyone think, even when you are not talking about their particular community, they're always listening. I say, oh, sorry, I bring Very you all good. this great what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Hey, Mike, hey, Mike, you learned it well. Hey, 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 I'm going to give Mike some credit because, see, he consciously wanted to improve on all of that. And so oh, it sounded yeah. like it sound like he has, and so that's good. And so that's what the campaign was about. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, a great, yeah, yeah, great yeah, spokesperson. Yeah, yeah. Great spokesperson. But but it's amazing you say that though. Uh, but like all of us, because we're all educated, it's, it's part of our DNA. And going back to preaching a little bit again, and God said, "I gave, I have given to every person a measure of faith." And so we all need <laughs> to take that faith and and, and build upon it. Uh, people perish for like the knowledge. So we are all students yeah. of this. Uh, if we go back and look at our degrees, uh, I, I know I was semi-retired when I finished my master's. I went back and uh-huh. did that. Uh, you right. know, and I don't need that. You know, and I'm halfway through right. my PhD. And my wife is begging me to slow down and stop. So I've been out for a year and a half of doing that. Right. But uh, as right. I come across intelligent beings like yourselves, uh, and Dr. Hagman is not on this reread. I just continue right. to glean, and, and, and as we all sure. do, uh, sure, brother absolutely. Eric Williams, yeah, he, he joined my church from Dallas, Texas. He was on the way to bury his sister, his sister in Kansas City and went live. So I'm learning about technology. We now have two different camera angles for our uh, recording for church services now and going uh-huh. to a third and, and downloading different uh, ways to record and and in different countries and different languages is where we're heading. So, I mean, it, it, I'm just excited to be a servant. 
Yes, yes. Well, you know, and I'm glad you brought him up because our condolences obviously goes out to uh, the Williams family on the demise of his sister. Uh, and uh, and we just finished talking with him just a little early on. And we actually, and um, and hopefully that that everybody will be able to maybe spend the night over. I don't know. I know Pastor Cooper is pretty close, but um, but that morning, that next morning around 11 o'clock is when we are going to have a press uh, conference about the quilt. And that's that, that, that Friday, the 17th. And so, uh, so it's, it's something to be thought about, uh, as I said, we, we got some things planned for uh, staying over in Houston, and I'll I'll share with you, you gentlemen in person uh, about some other plans that that we're working on for Tyler, Texas. Talk about them when when we see you uh, in Houston. That's great. I'm glad to hear that because I thought it was going to be in Tyler, yeah. but uh, that's going to be in Houston. It's going to be in Houston. It's going to be in Houston. Oh, okay. It's going to be that next next morning after. Uh, we see Hakeem, uh, Congressman Hakeem Jeffries, that Thursday. We, we're going to see him that right. Thursday night, and then we do the press release that next morning, and then we have another very, very, very important meeting uh, that I will talk to you, gentlemen, about when I see you. Awesome. <laughs> okay. So we so Saturday, May the sixth, Mr. Arthur, twenty twenty-three, when both of your friends. Will your brother and your sister will will win that election at the same time, May the sixth. Mm-hmm. That's that's election day. Election day, first first Saturday, always the first Saturday in May for those local elections. So, uh, so we're encouraging people that are listening out there that if you want to make any donations to these campaigns. Uh, because we do have to travel around through our districts and we have to buy signs and get them out there and material and educate people and run a few ads on the radio and and uh, not so much maybe as the television, even though I did some TV uh, before, uh, but that's when I was running for Congress. So we'll do some things to make sure that our messages uh, get out there and our messages continue. And let me share with you, gentlemen, that I, I, got a re- I received a phone call from uh, the police department today, and um, I'm going to be the uh, speaker in March for the. Uh, we have a, a community policing uh, committee where we go to all the various churches. We move around and go to the churches, and so I'm going to be speaking uh, in March for uh, when it comes to my church, and I'm wow. going to talk about the the state of District Three and uh, policing in our communities. And the beauty of, of us in, in Tyler is that we have the same, whatever issues that are going on in our specific uh, precinct or squad or whatever you want to call our area, we get the same, we have specific uh, officers that are appointed to our district. So if anything happens to anybody's home, we know, we know who's going to show up because we have the same officers that work our beat all the time, so to speak. And that way the people get to know who the officers are when we have our uh, national night out or our night out. Then the police officers go into all the districts where they patrol. They'll go to some other district, but they start out going to the districts where they patrol uh, 
so that they can dine with the citizens. That's awesome. That they patrol. It is. It really is. So we have to work toward good policing in our community because they do have, they have a culture that um, that a lot of people have branded them with even even the military personnel some of them have would you say Mr. Arthur have that culture of being um, have a lot of uh, domestic violence among uh, military people we have a lot of that among even uh, police officers and people who carry weapons. So, um, so there are some great police officers in this nation, and we always want to remember that, keep that in the forefront. Because if something, if if somebody tries to break in our house, who are we going to call first? Who are we call? Um, yes, police. Yes. Call them. Tyler, Tyler PD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beaumont yeah. PD. Yeah. Tyler yeah. PD. Yeah. And here, here, and that's, and let's be clear. The you know the issue is not whether or not we need policing, we want policing, all like that. That's not the issue. The issue is policing has evolved out of a culture, out of American culture, uh, to where its main purpose is to protect white people from black people, make sure black people don't don't bother white people. That's what it was built around. That's the culture, no matter what the department. And so, and so, really, what we're dealing with now is the culture, not whether, because you know, we heard it's only a few bad apples. I mean, how long we heard that one? You know, why they were shooting people in the back. So I'm just mm-hmm. saying that the fact of the matter is, uh, it's a part of all this other systemic. It's, it's one of the, it's one of the most deadly systemic racism problem we have. You know, we, you know, job is one thing, but killing you—that's something else. So we, you know, the, the you know, going to the penitentiary for nothing. So we have to understand that all that's part of a system. It's not about, you know, do we need them or not. Yeah, we want. Yeah, we do need them, but we need good policing. You know, we need mm-hmm. we need fair policing. You know, and, and and you know we don't need we don't need folks just riding down the street, and you pulling them over because you want to just see what they're doing. You know, and that's what's happening. That's what's always been happening. And I'm saying that that mm-hmm. needs to stop. They don't do it to white people, and they seem to be getting along okay. So I think I don't well, they, think they uh, made uh, some poor. So we've heard they do it to a certain class of people sometimes. That may happen yeah. to maybe Caucasian. Yeah, well, well I say, well, yeah, yeah. Well, what I'm saying is that you know it's a systemic problem. I mean, look at they put. I mean, they do some things mm-hmm. with white people too, but you know we've seen mm-hmm. too much stuff. Where I mean, white people just cuss them out, you know, and all that. You know, I may do all kinds of, and they and, and they be still hollering, ma'am and sir. And, you know, we don't get that kind of service. So, you know, uh, de-escalation training, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you don't hear enough about that. You know, why, why, why aren't we teaching not only de-escalation in the police, but in the schools? Why is that a basic training tool that we just uh, ought, ought to be automatically giving our kids, along with civics, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so they can know how this country works, you know. So, but, but, you know, we got people that, that don't want folks to know how the country works, so they like, they, they like having a bunch of people. You know, so they can do oath keepers and they can do all this other crazy stuff because they figure them folks don't know nothing no way. So it's just, uh, you know, again, it's a class thing. You know, we've we got two justice systems. You see what's going on. Rich people getting mm-hmm. to play around with the system. But years out, they didn't try to kill the government. And mm-hmm. they get to split because they got money. You know, they got, mm-hmm. they got lawyers. 
me and you ain't got no lawyer. So guess what they're going to do? They're going to come to me in your house, you know, rouse mm-hmm. us out because they can do that. So I'm just saying that, again, we need to take responsibility. We can't fix a thing. We don't say what a thing is. And the bottom line of it is uh, the system is set up to take advantage of my people in particular. It was built like mm-hmm. that. And so until we can get it, you know, tear down some of them, like the Voting Rights Act, number one, again, again, again that's the most important uh, act that we can get passed. All this other stuff they're doing, I'm telling you, you know, I don't appreciate it because they plan us off, you know. They don't want to give us our due. So we have to just, again, educate ourselves where we can present our issues on its own merit, and then they can do what they need to do after that. Okay. All right. Well, I just found out something that, and I didn't know that uh, that uh, Mayor Johnson was a Kappa. Yeah, yeah. No, I let him make it. I, I let him make it. You know, he, I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> you let him. Okay. Yeah. It's a theta iota chapter. Of, uh, and him and Jeffrey. Massachusetts. Yeah, him and Jeffrey. Him and Jeffrey, both of them capitals. Yeah, so I'm gonna let him make it. Yeah. Right. right. Oh, I might have to play Kaplan. Yeah. I, I might have to play Kaplan. <laughs> hey, 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 yeah, for Okay. <laughs> well, it's it's a you know what? It's more Kappas in DC than any other fraternity. Wait a minute, you know that, Mister Alpha? No, no, it's a fact. It's a fact. Oh, I need to go count them again because I, I we was ruling that for one while. No, I don't remember that. You don't I remember do, that? I do not remember. Nope. What year was that? All them Congress, Scott and all them, all them Congress, including one got rid of the other. It was more, it was more Kappas when I was going to the Congressional Black Caucus than any other. They bragged about, they bragged about that. Well, no wonder why. Well, no, hey, sure, hey, sure, hey, sure. No wonder we couldn't get nothing done. <laughs> oh, really? There you go. There he go. <laughs> there he goes. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mr. Arthur, when's the last time you guys had a um, when you initiated some someone at Texas? We've always been formalized. We've always been formalized. Because, now, I, so, you know, they, they, yeah. they, We're going they, back to it now? No, 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 it's been formalized. It's like two weeks now. So it's like two weeks now. I'm sorry. They, they do have a, they, they do still have a study period, I think. But, but, but uh, you know, the actual pledge ain't but two weeks. And it's, it's basically pro forma, you know. So, you know. What? Uh, you mean, are you telling me that, wait, wait, hold up. You're telling me initiation lasts for two weeks? Yeah, for y'all too. For y'all too. No. No, that's mm-hmm. graduate chapter. That's only graduate yeah, yeah, chapter. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 undergrad too. Uh-uh, undergrad too. 
When did when did not for not for us not for us not for not for AKA? We need to watch it. But anyway, uh, the, the the way it's set up now is that like I mean, I mean the way it's set up in our region, the you okay. know like everybody everybody in the region is pledging at different colleges and grad chapters. They all pretty much pledge at the same time. And see, and see, we don't pledge because that's a that is a um, hazing term, not used anymore. It's initiated well, I, for the for AKA. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, old school. School. I mean, I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not certified. I'm not certified, so I don't know what they call it now. I, I'm, not I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a certified grad advisor, and we do not okay. use that term. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, well, the way we can get in, old schoolers, you can't, you can't have to change those old schools. They're gonna say it anyway. But, but you know, well, Emmanuel Cleaver, uh, Emmanuel Cleaver is the one who told me that. There was more Kappas, and I and, and I go to their Kappa events, and let me tell you what, it's covered with Congress people uh, mm-hmm. at that at that big ball that they have each year uh, during uh, okay. the Congress. Congress. Well, well, I'm glad you I'm glad you told me that, so I can quit blaming my brothers for all of that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know, but that's yeah, just what yeah. I was told. And let me, uh, let me Thompson, see. Let's see if we can. And Benny Thompson, he, 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 I think he's a sigma. Yeah, he is a Benny sigma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think he is too. Yeah. Okay. Oh. And say. But at any rate. Uh, I'm trying to see if I, what, I, what I can find. Well, we could get some of the, I see some of you was on top. Last week. Uh, yeah, we were gonna. Let's see. We are, what time is? Oh my goodness, it's ten o'clock. Whoa! <laughs> I hadn't even looked at it, but okay. I was about to uh, to Google up and see how many congressmen, uh, how many congressmen in D.C. are part of Divine Nine. And then we're gonna have to end because Miss Ryan and Miss Rihanna says it's time for us to go. G O. So mm-hmm. let's see. Let me see what it says. It's probably Divine Nine Fraternity. Uh, okay. Greek members of Congress 117th. Okay. It's 142. That's a lot. How many? 142. Wow. It says 142. Wow. That's a lot. You're not no, 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 no. Greek members of the Divine Nine. I divine only put in the Nine. Divine Nine. That's the only. Southeast huh? Divine Nine. I was with Divine Nine <laughs> Sunday. Twelve groups. No, they right? said that's in Congress. Sure, you said that's in Congress. That's in Congress. Yes. How many members? Wait, 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 wait. They put two hundred some. Sure, they put two hundred some Democrats. Now, how's it going to be one hundred forty-two Greeks? Uh, it ain't that many black people. I'm just uh, saying this is what this paperwork. Almost all of them are uh, divine uh, are members of Greek. I'm looking at the line is going up and down, up and down, and everything I'm looking at is D nine. 